1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: If you smell what the rock is cooking. Wiener deep left. Look at this.
0: Stay. It's unbelievable. He's done it in his home ballpark. That's, John Wainer. That's
2: not the rock stuff. That's Rocky stuff. That is unbelievable. Oh,
3: that music can only mean one thing. John Wainer joins us now. Rock. I am titillated by this development. Wainer, it's been a while, man. We're so happy to have you back on the show. How you doing today?
0: Hey, I'm doing great. I didn't expect to get my uh, my my talk up intro in the off season but man i appreciate it i'm doing great
3: there's no way we could just bring you on cold with some random song john i mean we gotta there needs to be fanfare <laughs> we missed you man oh big time we got zeiss yeah. here with us this morning too he echoes all those sentiments uh the reason we brought john obviously is to talk some bucko baseball and mitch keller the reported five-year 77 million dollar deal uh a john do you like the deal and, and, B, how concerned are you or would you be or should you be about the post-All-Star game numbers for Mitch Keller?
0: Um, I'm very excited about the deal. You know, I, I say this a lot. You, you hear it all through sport in every city. Guys say, oh, I want to stay. I want to stay. And, and, and they don't. And, and, you know, we saw it with Hayes and last year with Reynolds and now with Keller. And so they meant it. They wanted to stay. And um, I, I think it's a deal that works out great for both sides. Um, you know, I, I think uh, as far as the future of this club, I think they're ready to turn the corner and play in postseason, and you need horses. And, and Mitch Keller, you go back to the end of 22, into the you know two-thirds of last year, uh, was your best pitcher and, and could be dominating at times. And I'm not as concerned. You know, I think innings-wise, he was way up there. Uh, it's a long season. It's a grind. Uh, he did have a h- couple hiccups there. In the last month or so. But, um, you know, this guy has so much confidence. You know, he obviously struggled a whole bunch, and the good ones learn how to. Uh, rebound from those types of things, and they they figure out how to deal with the failures, and and they get better. And um, I'm very confident that Mitch Keller is going to be uh, worth the contract that he just signed, John, or he's about to sign.
3: John, what are some things you need to see out of O'Neill Cruz in this next month to to show that he's back to full form, to show that he's back to a hundred percent, and can be the player that we expect him to be? What are some things you need to see?
0: I think, you know, he sounds like he's healthy. He's moving well. Um, you know, I know a lot of people question the shortstop position. I'm not. After what we saw last year at short, I think O'Neal Cruz is our best defensive shortstop. What I need to see from O'Neal Cruz is um, at-bats. I need to see him get as as many at-bats as they can give him. You know, they usually try to start these guys off slow. They might get 50, 60 ABs um you know i I think he's going to play a little more it's hard this game's hard it's hard to hit at the major league level he's still a very young guy and he missed a season you know you go into the postseason when a team gets five or six days off before their next series the hitters are rusty so i can't imagine what it's like to miss almost an entire year a calendar year without hitting and so uh, to me, that, that, that's the more at bats he gets, the more he gets comfortable, the more he finds that rhythm and that timing. And so I, I would expect him to probably get, even if it's on the side fields, uh, maybe not in game, but you know, I, I think he'll probably get more at bats than anybody.
2: With Cruz coming back, with Telez, with, you know, Swinski maybe getting a little bit better, with what we saw with Cabrian Hayes down the stretch. It, it, it seems like, or it feels like, John, that the Pirates have, maybe have enough power uh, to really, you know, compete and hit, and hit enough home runs to really compete.
0: This should be our best lineup that we've seen going back to the playoff years. Um, you know, for the last four, five, six years... I hate to say it, but you know we just couldn't compete daily, day in day out with with other teams just by looking at our lineup. And uh, and, and I'm not throwing shade at these guys, but you know Dan Vogelback wasn't a cleanup hitter, especially against lefties. You know Joe, uh, Connor Joe wasn't a you know a middle of lineup guy. And so you know we we've had so many guys in the middle of lineup that you know don't hit home runs and don't produce enough for to to be in the middle lineup. And so now it looks like you got some quality guys. Obviously, O'Neill Cruz, you know, if he finds it um, by opening day, and he makes a big difference right out of the gate. It, and, and all these other guys with the way Hayes hit last year, Reynolds, Sawinski, uh, hopefully Telet can uh, find what he had a couple of years ago and have the long bow. I, I like I liked the combination of him and Joe over there at first in a platoon because – Connor Joe can hit lefties. He's shown he can hit righties too. But um, the the lineup looks like a legitimate major league lineup for the first time in a long time for me. And so, um, you know, I, question marks at second and in right field. But I also think we have quality guys at second base and right field. So much so to where I think whoever doesn't start in those two positions. Um, or probably guys that should be in the big leagues that might be in AAA. And we haven't had that in a long time, to where we're calling guys up, but we're not sure they're big leaguers. I'm pretty sure this year we're going to be sending guys back to AAA that probably should be in the big leagues.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.
3: John Wayneer joining us here on the Fam Morning Show. I have a follow up to that, but before I get to that, John, have you been following the baseball uniform story going on right now?
0: I read a little bit about it. Um, I've, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do know this. There are times where you know the uniform just doesn't feel comfortable whether it be the pants i mean i mean i got shipped off to the minor leagues almost every year of my career and it's like a big difference between the, the uniforms and the, and the minor leagues and the big leagues i mean they're fitted you know they're comfortable um you know you you get them the way you want them and um you know there was times where you know we had uh, for instance some road uniforms that weren't as nice as say the the, the bp type tops or when we went the vests um, when the pirates went the vest, oh man, the vests were great. So, um, you know, I, I do think there, you know, some guys, especially I think today, uh, you know, uh, I'm not much into the style part of it, but the comfort part for me is huge.
3: Well, what about the part where the pants are see-through? Like, what if you were running out to third base in front of fifty thousand people and people could see your bum? Your buns there, John.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think some might not mind as much as others. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I don't want anyone. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't want my junk showing, but some guys might want their junk showing. But um, it, it, it's one of the uh, you, you're wearing you're wearing underwear and jock straps and everything else, and you know underneath it. So um, you know, I, I would think that they should be able to find a way to to, to make sure that nobody's seeing any crack.
3: John Waiter with us, of course. That's John Waiter on the Fan Morning Show. So you said that there are going to be some uh, big league caliber players that could wind up being sent down to AAA and you'd have faith that they'd be able to come up later and help the club. Do you think that Henry Davis is going to be one of those guys that is going to have to spend some time learning the catcher position down at AAA? Or, or do you think that he can impress enough here to maybe be that guy at the big league level consistently?
0: Well, with the signing of Grendahl that obviously raises that question. Um, you know, uh, he could catch. I, I'm sorry. He, he's caught his whole life. He can catch. Um, is he going to be Austin hedges behind the plate to where the pitchers and they communicate and they're on the same page and he frames everything real nice, probably not, but he can catch and, and he can, he can, uh, you know, work well with pitchers and, and maybe he's not the perfect framer, but the guy can throw, that's for sure. I know he's going to work real hard. My question is, he going to hit? I, I mean, I felt, and I, and I said it last year, I I felt that, you know, he got to the, Big leagues really fast. I mean, he got to the big leagues faster than Barry Bonds and and Adley um, the, the, what's Rushman, the, the Cat, Rushman and, and Baltimore. And you know, he he hasn't had a lot of professional at bats. And and for me, this guy is going to be an impact hitter at the major league level at some point. I Man, he's kind of learning on the fly. I mean, he had barely a season of at bats <clears> in the minor <throat> leagues. And, and so I'm more concerned with his bat. It'll be interesting to see, um, you know, what kind of playing time he gets, if he makes, even if he makes the club. I don't know if there's any question there or whether or not he's on the club, but if he's on, on the club, he's got to play. You're not going to let him, you know, sit half the games. He's got to get every day at bats. Obviously the reps behind the plate are going to come. Um, you know, I know such a premium is paid on uh, on how these catchers receive the ball and all this and that. You know Mike Piazza's is in the Hall of Fame, and he couldn't catch a lick and he couldn't throw a lick and, and, and so if you're going to hit you're going they're going to find a position for you now again, certain pitchers they want to throw this guy instead of that guy um Davis has caught his whole life he can catch in the big leagues he might not be a goal he's not going to be a gold Glover um you know unless something he gets really good in the next several years or whatever but um, you know, he's not going to come out of the gate as a gold glover, but he he's going to be able to catch and look like a catcher. But the, the, for me, the impact from Henry Davis is his bat. And, and, and for me, you know, uh, the more experience he gets uh, hitting at the professional level, whether it be the top level, triple A or, AAA or at the big leagues, the better he's going to be.
3: John, as a former utility player like yourself, what's your mindset every day? Like every day is probably different For you position wise and Jason Mackey was talking to Jared Triolo and asked him a question, you know, uh, can you play, you know, potentially play six positions and be effective at those six positions? And he said, yes. So what is that mindset day in and day out of knowing that it's going to be different uh, position wise for you every single day?
0: For me, it was a blast now uh, uh, you know when they started moving me around i came up solely as a third baseman and you know my second year in the big leagues is, is they wanted me to play some first and second and they sent me to triple a for a couple of months and i played second pretty much regularly and then the next year they wanted to see if i could play center and so i played some center then they sent me to minor leagues and played uh, you know played center left and right and and i got comfortable there um you know and so you, you get reps you feel comfortable for me, it was more worried. You know, I'm a utility guy. I can't, I can't drop the ball. I can't make a bad throw. So I focus so much, probably way more, on my defense. And I got reps every day during batting practice. I'd, I'd go to third, go to second, go out to center. You know, take some fly balls from coaches, take some fly balls off, off, off live off the hitters. Um, you know, try to throw from third, throw from second. You know, I, I, I sprinkled in a little short and 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 first, and you know, then they one year they made me go catch, and so I went and caught and worked on that. But um, you know, for a guy like Triolo, uber talented, way more talented than I was, um, not only a uh, Gold Glover in the minor leagues, he looks so smooth wherever he is. To me, I, I, it's fun. It was fun for me learning the different positions. For him, because of the bat, because of the way he hit last year, um, you know, he, 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 he was a pretty good hitter in the minor leagues. He comes up, he's hitting, but not for power. Then he says, "Oh, you got to hit for power." He starts hitting for power. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. Hmm. And and so for him, it's an a role that you would embrace and you, you 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 may have might well, what maybe he's the everyday second baseman, but if he's not, I still think he makes the club and, and and they move him around a little bit. They spell a guy here and there I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the outfield he's certainly talented enough to do it um you do have to a little more work uh pre-game wise um you, you need some experience, especially for him in the outfield. he hasn't played there that much, but he's a good enough athlete i'm sure to to handle it. Um, but the, the the key is is getting him at bats because any young player that comes to the big league level they've played every day they never sat the bench two three four days a week they've played every day from the time they were first playing and at, at five years old until now and so that's the toughest thing and I, I I've always applauded guys like Josh Harrison Freddie Sanchez guys that you know, hit at the big league level, not playing every day. And that's the thing that you got to learn and try to figure out is how can I stay sharp at the plate if you're not playing every day. But my theory is if he makes the club, Triolo, he's gonna they're going to find ways to give him yeah. at least three, four starts a week.
3: Rock, you're a Pittsburgh treasurer. Thank you for doing this, man. We're looking forward to talking to you more.
0: Always my pleasure, guys. Looking forward to the season. I can't believe you didn't even talk about starting pitching. But that's okay. We'll get to that later. We sure
3: will. I was just going to say we could have had you on for an hour because there's so much we still want to get to. Thank you, John. Good, man.
4: All right. Take care, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.